Hey everybody, this is Ian. I'm the Calscaper for the podcast and the editor for this week's episode. I'm just hopping in before the introduction because we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Ericene not only wrote letters to the player characters, as you will hear later on, but also wrote letters to various non-player characters. So I thought that would be a good opportunity to have some vignettes of how people that are not our lovely player characters have been coping with Ericene's death. And that also gives us a chance to use the recordings that Aaron made of those letters. So those will just be interspersed between kind of your standard scenes. So just wanted to give you a heads up so you're not wondering why we're kind of suddenly cutting away temporarily to take a look or listen, as it were, to somebody else. I hope you enjoy the additions, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castle and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he, him pronouns. Vons is our free little fox folk alchemist friend who feels sad, but doesn't want to feel sad. So, eh. maybe <laughs> maybe he won't. I don't, I don't know. Boy, do I have bad news for you about the grieving process. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have to, it's, it's phases, right? What are we in bargaining yet? <laughs> Can we bargain our way out of feeling sad? Does that work? <laughs> I'm Kelly. I play wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. And um, yeah, the only person who's looking forward to this less than I am is wealthy. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And Grix is uh, in recovery sleep. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be a party of an episode. If you get a chance, you should rate review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It encourages us in all sorts of wonderful ways. And you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Wit, would you like to do the recap? Absolutely. So Vaughn's realized that Ericene might have assassin gear and poison on her body so went to try to remove that to take all incrimination away from her. He snuck past the mortician and grabbed her poison, her boots, and Aristique's dagger that Aristine had. He also repurposed her gems in gold for the greater good, and a mostly empty bottle of Rouladrin. Frymeath blew past the guard towards Aristique's cell. Wealthy and Vons, freshly back, just followed him. Frymeath told Aristique that they were through. Divorce, he was taking everything, leaving her to rot and reuniting with Aramith. I love that girl, he declared, and left. Wealthy followed. Vons tried to figure out where he could pee in order to make a point to Aristique. Grix came back and pretended to have blown up the ship, using his last Mirage Arcana spell to sell it. Aristique bought it and was dejected, saying that was anyone's last hope. Vons gathered everyone up to search Aristique's home and the secret passage. A vial of knock opened the door and we proceeded in. Wealthy and Grix were completely silent, but Vons stepped on a creaky stair. You found us, but Grix and Vons told him 
what happened and convinced him that we were there for funerary clothes for Erosine and Aristique's medication. We sent him off to make sadness food and military-grade aerodynamic <laughs> sandwiches. How about military-grade sadness food? I mean, you know, save, save time. Yeah. Uh, Wealthy and Vaughn's went to the master suite to search. Wealthy went to the desk and books, and Vaughn's for the vanity. Vaughn's found a secret compartment with papers and a gemmed brooch. Wealthy found books with locked clasps. Grix grabbed a dress and did a cursory glance over Erisine's room before rejoining them to open the secret door. After a brief trip back downstairs to get the sandwiches, uh, we went down to open the stone-shaped door. Vaughn's used his potion, stone-shaped, to open the door, which only temporarily worked. Everyone jumped through. The door led quickly out to the shipyard. Surprise! Grix poked fun at Iron Fur, and then we left. After a long day, everyone headed home. Vaughn's took Lucky out for a drink and to fill her in. Then everyone went to bed, and we faded to black with a time skip to the wake and letters. We see a mother in her daughter's room, remaking the bed for the sixth time. She can't get the final fold of the sheet just right, no matter how much she tugs and smooths. She didn't do this when her daughter was alive, but for whatever reason it feels right to do it right now. Or it did. The sheet rumples again, and the tiny gossamer thread holding the mother together snaps, and she sits down on the edge of the bed, careless of that goddamn sheet, and cries. Dear Mom, first off, give Bartholomew scritches for this. He'll need it, and you will too. You probably figured this out, but if you're getting this, I didn't make it back from the ground. Rest assured, I died really dramatically and super heroically. I really would have made you proud. Sorry I died first, though. Sorry to put you through the last half year of knowing each other like real family only to leave you like this. I love you, Mom. Take care of Fodios and Lupita and any of my friends who made it back. Go hang out with Tilia and Jaspar if he makes it at the nipper sometimes and remember how fucking cool I am. Figure out for real if Grandpa is a decent person or just faking it for my sake. Figure out if Grandma is actually as bad as she seems. Most of all, help my friends. I just want the world to be better and I think they can do it, as ragtag as we all are together. I wish we had more time, Mom. I wish I'd seen you as who you really are before I was 99. I love you so much and not to make you cry, but I think somehow I'm going to miss you in the afterlife. Always your daughter, Erisine. P.S. Please, go have some more kids and be as awesome to them as you have been to me. I think half-dragon, half-elf would be even more badass than me. P.P.S. In a substitution code, the Sane order came from Mandosa. Yeah. So, because someone, someone, <laughs> insisted on a wake. <laughs> Just a joke we, I'm only making because Kelly made it before we started recording. <laughs> we're still not sure who it was. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we say someone. Yes, a true mystery. <laughs> <laughs> that will never be uncovered with the next, uh, with last week's uh, podcast at all. No. Yeah, well, no, we'll never figure it out. <laughs> it's a mystery. Certainly not a name that starts with A and ends in Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
you know you're the first one who said that in a practical sense outside of my family. <laughs> I can't tell whether to be proud or like embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we were planning on doing a bit of a time skip after your shift and interrogation-based adventures because you all been through a lot. And presumably everyone essentially just blue screens <laughs> for a few days at least. Uh-huh. And also paperwork and interviews. Can I have everyone make a wisdom check, please? God, you can try. I can succeed because I'm your CK. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess what else am I rolling for, right? 14. Okay. 20. Yeah, dirty 20. 19. 19. Oh, you're a negative one on wisdom? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So Grix and Vons, both of you realize it took a bit. And Wealthy didn't notice, because Vons is often not great at recounting things in any specified order. You don't say. You realize that when Vons is recounting the events of the night in the shipyard, they end up being kind of word salady, even for Vons. Like, you can eventually get the picture, but Vons, I assume someone tests you at some point, and you can't actually tell that t- story in a straight line. I don't suppose it has anything with anything to do with people messing with Vons' brain in some way. That would be your guess. You can remember things clearly, but you can't seem to convey it very well. Wait, that's my guess or Vons's guess? Hmm. I'm not sure even, like, it, it, yep. I feel like Vons, you, getting your mind must with is a pretty uh, traumatic experience. Yeah, he can't even keep his fourth and third walls apart. (laughs) Yeah, I I imagine that uh, once someone points it out, you kind of, if you try it, you realize that's what's going on. So... It might not be a huge deal because you were around other people when you were recounting your story. And again, you're you. So like there's an official record and stuff presumably got teased out. But like if the need arises in the future, you're not sure how well you can convey the stuff you saw. Uh, So what I'm picking up is people paying attention to my story are just writing this off as well. That's Vaughn's. But at the same time, not getting a clear picture Right. what happened. Right, like even if they push you to clarify, it still remains unclear somehow. Yeah, but that's not surprising to them considering who they're speaking to. So they're not pressed to... Yeah, they, they've kind of run into the one person who they'd be like, I guess I'll just ask someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how Vons do. So I, what did I, how did I realize? I think during the interview with Purity. Okay, okay. Because you guys had to go over stuff a few times, and in Got these... It subsequent days you probably have to go over stuff again sure and you probably noticed that vons was having some trouble answering the questions clearly and i think especially once it was an inspector that wasn't purity kind of doing a second pass because purity has learned how vons is (laughs) vons does have the recollection of them messing with his head though yes you remember everything clearly and he relays that You, you can at least relay yeah they messed with your head Okay. But like, you may not be able to say what it felt like or kind of, you know, recount like what the spell was, things like that. Yeah, what the saving throw involved. Are you going to Memento Vons? (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't think so. Have you seen Memento? No, I only know the film re-roll version. (laughs) Can't wait for Vons to wind up with a bunch of backwards ass tattoos. So Vons is a little scrambled. Yeah, Vons Brain Fuzz, which is the name of our next uh, hazy IPA. the vons brain fuzz yeah accurate much more fun to drink than what happened to vons 
And if you drink enough of it, it'll the happen to you too. It's actually all chemically spiked. It's <laughs> deeply unethical. We see an elderly elf in his study, packing books, piling some to be donated to the Ark's library and others to be moved. He doesn't know exactly where he's moving to yet, but he knows he can't stay here anymore. The space would feel haunted. Not by memories of his granddaughter spending time in there, but rather by the almost complete lack of them until recently. He'd found himself looking forward to building more, but he's not going to get that chance. Written in Elvish Dear Grandpa, the rat who delivered this is Bartholomew. Uh, he carries with him the tears and head scratches of everyone who needed comfort for you, and he's agreed to comfort anyone who needs it. Please be a person with feelings and pet the rat, Grandpa. As you have probably guessed from getting a rat from your absent granddaughter who went to the ground, I must have died. Sorry. I'm sure I died how I lived, telling evil to go fuck itself. Since we finally got closer these past few months, I just wish I could have been sure who you really are. I'm sure you're a lot of people inside your head. A lot of different masks of different kinds of men. But who the fuck is behind those masks, old elf? Did you wish you'd been less of a dick to your only offspring? Did you do good that was totally secret? Were you completely disgusted at how your granddaughter was half human? Also, while we're on the subject, I'm pretty sure you're Griffin Lionheart's baby daddy and I'm so pissed in the afterlife that I never got to know that for sure either way. Like, are you for real with your elf supremacist shit? For fuck's sake, just leave grandma if you're gonna go have a baby with another woman. <sighs> anyway, Frymeath, who really are you? With your granddaughter dead and your daughter estranged and an asshole wife, are you going to do better? Are you going to go fix what's wrong between you and mom? Can grandma even be redeemed? Can you be fucking redeemed? I wish I could have seen if you really were. Get your head out of your ass, grandpa. Go drink with normal people. Get a real job with skills that use your body, not just your ancient brain. Keep helping my friends fix the city and the world. Be worthy of the memory of me. Finally, my tabs are probably owing, so here are all the places I know that need to get paid, separate from the places I already told you for our excursion to the ground. The dumpster, Bob's, Bob's 2, the fermenting fox, Bjartel's at the north end of the Warrens, the Gwendoloo, the Wasted Worm, just the speakeasy, Bjartel's on the West Spire, Mrs. Frank's millinery establishment, also pick up Grandma's unfortunate mob hat and throw it off the mountain. Mike's Yikes Shop, Bjartel's in the Rise, Quick Quentin's Sundried Sundries, The Fukoff, Handley's Surf Shop, and, of course, The Nipper. Grandpa, I wish we'd gotten more time. I wish we could have been real family. As I write this, I hope I still did get that time with you. If I don't, I just want you to know I have wanted that all my life. I love you, old elf. Love, Ericene. 
Um, all right. So people were talking about doing a wake, which I've been assured from Wikipedia is different from a funeral, <laughs> which I kind <laughs> of <is>. knew, <laughs> which I am assured can be a happy event. Huh? Yeah, provided there's enough alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Grix, wealthy Vaunt, what are you doing for this wake? I think we, uh, God, what her favorite bar, the nipper, the nipper. That's it. Uh, I think we would have rented out the nipper. Okay. Yep. yep. That makes sense. And literally anyone who knew her is welcome. All right. And then what we like inter her in a glass coffin from the ceiling. <laughs> you, you just put her in the cider, for, in the cider fermentation still. Well, that doesn't sound food safe, but you know. <laughs> it adds flavor. <laughs> Yeah, were you guys planning on doing the like viewing the body part of awake? Um, slash protecting it from evil. Boy, you really dug into that Wikipedia article, huh? I read like two paragraphs. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I read a bit of it, and I was like, this doesn't seem accurate to what I think is going to happen in this session. Um, we how much of a time skip did we do? Because you know you got to deal with the body as much as you need. And I know I know elves are are great, but they're not incorruptible. I mean, you know. Especially a half-elf. Yeah, well, define deal with. That's the thing, right? I don't know. There are also spells that can be used to arrest yeah. the decomposition of the body. So oh, that was probably okay. cast pretty much immediately, actually, for uh-huh. coroner reasons. And if you can shell out, you can keep re-upping it. So so I use formaldehyde when you can... Uh, Just have it in stasis. Yeah. I don't know what the ingredients for the spell would be, but yeah. Is there a necoronomancer? No one can prove that the coroner knows necromancy. <laughs> they merely suspect deeply. Okay, yeah, we rented out the nipper. Anyone's invited. So if it's if it's her, if it's the Mayfenwees writing this invitation, I imagine invited isn't the word. What do you call an invitation that is simultaneously coercion? I, I don't think the Mayfenwees are going to threaten people to, into coming, if that's what you mean. <laughs> I don't think threat is the word. It's, it's more like... Um, I don't know. They've got like such standing in the community that you're really not doing yourself a favor by avoiding it. Yeah. I mean, I think probably between you three working with Aramith, you'd probably get all the people you would specifically invite. And then there is probably also a, you know, announcement in the newspaper kind of thing. Oh, like the entire city doesn't know that Ericene was killed by her grandmother. They might not know the specifics, but also the announcement would be more of a... uh, Hey, come to the lake. It probably wouldn't be like, please come to Ericene's lake. By the way, Ericene was super murdered by her grandmother. <laughs> I mean, if if it's an option to put that in the obit, Vaughn's totally would. <laughs> Just have the bottom somehow scrawled in Vaughn's handwriting, despite the fact that this is on a printing press. The bottom? <laughs> Across the rest of the text, then. <laughs> It's actually just on one newspaper because Vons doesn't quite understand how printing presses work. <laughs> but graphic design is Vons's passion. <laughs> oh, it is somehow God. comics. Yeah, fans. I never built I never built those aspects of myself into his character. <laughs> yeah, he would be exactly totally goofy about it. <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about print. <laughs> Edits onto the illustration of Ericene and MS Paint. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it'd probably be, um, I, I imagine he would use like his nails as quills, right? Just like when he wants to write something that other people can understand. Oh God, that's awful. <laughs> One very confused halfling. 
somewhere in the city <laughs> opens the newspaper and finds a special edition to their copy, they will probably show up. <laughs> and it's not even like an official looking obit. It's not in the paper. Vaughn's just like snuck out at night and slip. just shoves slips of paper in a several. So that's that's Vaughn's version. Uh, right. The rest of us do a real regular version. Yeah. Okay, so standard obituary, standard announcement of Wake. Cool. So, I don't know how to transition into the scene. So, welcome to the Wake. <laughs> I'm now going to make you all be sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the opening of any D&D game. Everybody meets at a Wake. I don't know why, <laughs> why more adventure parties don't meet at Wakes. You are all meeting at a tavern. <laughs> it, it also happens to be a tavern. There's, yeah. Yeah. So all the right. funeral happened earlier, I presume. That's a different question I had. Wikipedia said wakes happened before funerals. <laughs> well, so yeah, it, the wake is just the party. It's the party okay. portion of the funeral. Yeah, traditionally it is before, but it's like it, it the, just the after version makes a lot more sense to me for this. In in terms of uh, narrative, yeah, but yeah, awake is often it often just happens as soon as some you motherfucker. I just got the email. Uh, <laughs> oh God, am I That's just the first email? one. I, oh no, you will need to get it open, but I, I'm sending them individually, so you don't have any time to prep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, wake often happens as an immediate response to the news that the person has died. People collect and grieve immediately, um, and wakes can last for weeks. Okay, so this is probably more the funeral reception-y thing. Then. Yeah. And it also varies wildly by culture and mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Ericene. I'm assuming a party yeah. has been prescribed. Right. Well, yeah. And our, our little band has been in mourning for a while, I imagine. Yeah. It's probably taken at least a week or so for the department investigations to be totally done with the body and all of that. So, Fawns, welcome to the lake. You have a letter in your inbox. Oh, you're making me go first? Yes. Because I considered making Kelly go first, and that felt mean. (laughs) 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 So I decided to just go alphabetically. So all of you would have received these notes over the first few days after Erisene died, but it's more poetical to read them now. So you're all reflecting on them, I guess, as you enter the uh, wake-ception party thing. All right, I'm all zoomed in. So if it ends up being too much trouble, let me know and I could read it out. Oh, I could have the computer read it. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting vibe. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft has some nice AI voices now. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. And we got a copyright strike from Microsoft. <laughs> you have to wonder what the actual usage rights are on that. I'm stalling. Um, no. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, uh, so this letter reads, um, Dear Vons, if you need someone, sorry, if you need some comfort or to give scritches, Bartholomew agreed to help. So she's saying that if I need to scritch something, I can scritch Bartholomew? I believe so, yes. Okay. If you're reading this, you made it back from the ground and I didn't. Ha! <laughs> probably this was because you did a better job at keeping out of trouble down there than I could. Well, I did that. Yeah. Thanks for everything you've done to keep us out of trouble and save us. 
when we got into trouble, Fonz. Uh, I think you've been as good a friend as you could. (laughs) 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 And I really appreciate that. Making the fermenting fox has been really fun, and I'm glad you gave such a safe space to your sister and a roof over his head to Mitt. I thought Mitt's head was the roof. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you should pay them more. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, increase it by at least 20%. 20% of 10 cents. <laughs> Uh, hopefully you remember me fondly. Hey, remember that time we kissed? That was crazy. I don't remember that time. It happened. If Green is still around, I think you should hold on to her. She's special and cool, and I just think you should actually spend time with her. Or don't. I'm dead and can't force you to have uncomfortable (laughs) conversations anymore. (laughs) And yet, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) This is God for a conversation. It's different. (laughs) Oh, but name a beer after me and tell everyone how enormously tall I was and what a badass and how I died heroically. Trying to decide if that was heroic or not. We'll worry about that later. You can say it's what she would have wanted and it'll be true. Love you, buddy. Signed, Ericene. Yeah. Yeah. She did want to die as a badass. Or at least a smart mouth. A, a sassy pants? I mean, certainly mission accomplished on that front. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. She certainly died as a sassy pants. It was pretty badass. <laughs> and I mean, it gave a way to get Aristique super arrested forever. <laughs> I mean, badass would have been making that saving throw, but yeah. I don't know. I think spitting in the face of danger is pretty badass, too. Oh, she totally should have spit at her. She pretty much did. <laughs> Guess it was purple. Like a proper loogie. Gross. <laughs> it would have been great. Yeah. All right. So comment I forgot to make and probably became readily apparent to listeners upon listening to it. That last letter was that all of these are written in case Aerosene died on the ground. Oh, yes. And then, yeah. Listen oh. to episode fill in blank here. Boop. Yeah, that one. <laughs> all right you say that now except one day we're gonna have a future episode called fill in blank here boop and i mean just get really confused the listeners oh shit did i just name this episode no because then it would be self-referential and we have absolutely done self i guess we can it would be too much of a loop here right (laughs) yeah i totally found the button that makes it read the letter for me shit (laughs) oh well kelly (laughs) oh fuck me running that sounds hard God, no (laughs) well he comes in apparently like oh god no crap she tries to remember the letter in her head (laughs) she gets the entire bar's attention now they all want to hear what she has to say dear wealthy bartholomew is here for scritches and comfort i mean you are probably there for it and thus this is a knife to the gut if you get this at all sorry about that I'm sure you did everything possible to try to save me, us. Fuck, this isn't how I wanted this to go. Oh, crap. <laughs> you gonna, do you, this. You're going to be okay? a river. 
Wealthy, you're so good. I just wanted all the best things for you. A wife who is hot and nice and funny and most importantly interesting. You've got to find her. I'm sure there's somebody on the arcs for you. Tell the girls at Acorns Hollow in the Warrens that you lost the first love of your life in a tragic trip to the ground and you'll have to magic missile the pussy off for real. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I read that one previously. <laughs> that sounds like our T-shirt idea right there. <laughs> did you? Did I ever tell you I had this weird dream about you when I almost died in the giant crystal room, redacted for a long stretch? <laughs> <laughs> well, See our Halloween episode, twenty twenty one. Suffice it to say, in my dream, we were going to be extremely dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> We were going to be extremely dramatic lesbians together, and clearly my dream mind got that you were massively in love with me to a murderous degree. I do think if I had been like 40 years younger, we could have had a lot of fun together if you could have handled how much my grandparents controlled my life back then. You were such a good friend to me. I just want you to have good life, Wealthy. Please do that for me. Biggest hugs, Erosine. You made it. I made it. So how are you doing, Wealthy? Oh, God. Well, there were a lot of fun. There, there was a lot of funniness. So, um, there's tears and laughter. Did you go to Acorn's Hollow yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just ran right out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people cope in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not go to Acorn's Hollow. Also, I get to remember that Acorn's Hollow exists. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Which one is that? It hasn't shown up. <laughs> okay. It's probably where Squirrello hangs out. Aaron uh, threw me some curveballs in these letters. <laughs> real, uh, real the secret, speak what you want into existence shit. <laughs> we should all visit Acorns Hollow now. Don't you love making Ian do spontaneous world building? Uh-huh. I've never done that before. <laughs> all right. So Wealthy had some laughing, laughter and tears. Yeah, Vons, how did you react to the letter, by the way? I mean... Your letter, obviously. <laughs> I think Vaughn's was, he he wasn't completely unaffected, but he was also like maybe a little confused. It's probably largely confused. How so? Well, like Mitt has a roof. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're getting caught up on. (laughs) He's, he's pretty sure he made the fermenting Fox. Uh, of course, I guess now he has to like acknowledge that she had something to do with it. And, um, I mean, he, you know, yeah, I think, I think he's more or less just, uh, you know, perplexed, probably not, uh, I, he's probably not absorbing a lot emotionally at the moment. Mm. Well, all right. And last but not least, which slash Greg, you should have a letter in your inbox very shortly. There it is. Ooh, mine's long. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Written in Draconic. Uh, Dear Grix, sorry I stole Bartholomew for so long. He's the only one I trusted with all my letters, and he agreed to stay and be a low-level support to everyone who needed it. I love you, buddy. I can't believe we got to go to the ground together. Hopefully, we all had fun down there before I beefed it. Has the other member of your, as the other member of our group who doesn't have any issues with talking to people, I need you to remember. Or know a few things. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Ooh, exposition. One. Yeah, apparently. <clears throat> one. Nara has a lot of reasons to distrust us, but due to some things that have happened between only me and her, if we act straightforwardly with her, 
She's willing to work with us in a similarly straightforward way. She's as complicatedly wrapped up in everything happening with the city as we are, just from a different perspective. And I think she's more trapped than we are by the hidden politics of this city. Two, as much as I've had issues with my grandparents at the moment, I think my grandma... Who? Two, (laughs) as much as I've had issues with my grandparents at the moment, I think my grandfather is basically an okay person and my grandmother is evil. I've been trying to figure out grandma for the past few months and I just can't get any headway. Grandpa knows both more and less than he will tell than he can tell me and some sort of memory spell or something done has been done to him. It reminds me of what Peregrine Erickson couldn't describe correctly. Grandpa did it willingly because he didn't want to know anymore. I basically trust him, but with that, I don't know how much that's a bad idea. Three, keep Jasper in the loop with what's going on. Obviously, we've been on some adventures with him, but I think without me, he's your next best bet at finding, uh, at financing expensive things and knowing random fancy people shit. Probably Tilia, too, but she's about to be busy with a bunch of other stuff. My mom will be good at putting you in touch with useful people and might be able to help with some expenses as well. Just some people to remember. <laughs> Lirial Suishona in the deep downstairs of the mountain. Peregrine Erickson, the workman who was doing some power rate adjustments. And friend Intukuk. I don't remember who that was. It was the, you know, insect mantis person engineer who was working uh, with Peregrine. Yeah. Uh, Jack's Emporium in the tunnels. Dr. Elizabeth Baker, head healer of all clinics. Richard Stanton of the Alley Rats and Oakley Bar, and Theopolis the Engineer with Nara. I'm so glad we met. I hope you figure out what's going on with the city and fix it and become the mayor of something. Take care of your friends and don't run off on your own and die yourself. Tell your ghost crystal friends I said bye too. Oh, that makes me wonder. If you return to the place I died someday, I wonder if you could talk to me like you talked to those ghosts by the conduits that one time. If you do ever find ghost me, give me a wave. Big hugs, Ericene. Yeah, Grix kind of got homework. <laughs> yeah. Grix wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Grix, how are you feeling? Uh, sad, but, you know, like, given a task. So, focused on that. Yeah. It's nice to have something to keep you busy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Focus on work. <laughs> shoe feeling shoe. Okay. So, letters accomplished. Dear listener, there are a bunch of other ones that are written to NPCs that will mostly just be influencing their actions in the background and will probably not be fully read out loud unless we can figure out a way to fit it in. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and like read all of them in a list. So, and some of them might have secrets. Ooh, secrets. Oh, I see. So we have to read ours out loud to this giant ass party. No, no, no. You weren't reading them out loud for the part. Oh, no. This is this is just us giving internal monologue to our audience, right? <laughs> I like yeah. the idea that Grix somehow didn't understand the assignment and just goes up to the front and reads his out loud anyway. I mean, you didn't read that in Grix's voice. No, I didn't, because that would have been hard on my throat. Yeah. Aww. And at least some of the reading will be overlaid with Aaron's. Yeah. In character reading. Although, I like some of the parts where we started cracking up, so it might be worth trying to interleave things. At any rate, so, those are the letters you got. May they be inspiring, or cheering, or depressing, or whatever you find most emotionally satisfying. Vaughn's is making notes. He's going to give his sister and Mitt raises. They're either going to be upsettingly small or be, like, 
percentage based with the intention of them being able to hire additional people. Vons doesn't actually know what he's doing. <laughs> Your sister is just going to take whatever you wrote down and interpret it as generously as possible. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, and and he's going to name a beer those hops over there, and then uh, he's going to write a letter to Green saying, "Hey, we should hang out." All right. Green's at the lake, but that's usually not the best time to hang with people, <laughs> relatively speaking. I mean, he's going to write her the letter anyway. Well, yeah, it can be before or after or whatever. Like have it delivered to her. Yeah. At the wake. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> hey, on, uh, just I saw you across the, the wake. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic place to meet women. There's only like a 50% chance that they're related to you. <laughs> This leads to an important question. It seems out of character for literally everyone, but does anyone go late cruising or whatever the equivalent would be? Oh, dear God, no. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. I figured not. <laughs> but I wanted to give you all the opportunity. Vons was pretty sure he was doing that. <laughs> hey, should we? We should hang out more. The ultimate flex. All right. So as you all predicted earlier, a shit ton of people show up to this thing. You know, obviously got Frymeath and Aramith, Tilia, Jaspar. I'm just going to go down my list real quick. Shield, Green, Alara, Curiosity, Lucky, Mitt. Mitt, the person who apparently has a roof. Vons. <laughs> well, and is roof. Like, that's part of him. <laughs> Try not to diminish him here. Like, he's Vons capable of roofing himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's weirdness. It's an yeah. ability he should be proud of. It's built in. <laughs> In a in slightly less expected guests, Inspector Pearl also shows up, but also Nara and Arcturus. Those folks, plus anyone else you might want to talk to, are all there. Would you like to have any conversations with anyone in particular? Well, I fear I should probably have a conversation with Nara, since I was told specifically that I was the person she wanted to be talking to from now on anyway. <laughs> okay. Because I've rented up the nipper, you find Nara hanging out kind of in a, I think at the very end of one of the bars one of those things where it's like i've made it so it's harder to approach me but while looking like i'm sitting in a very social spot kind of thing arcturus is standing around awkwardly with one of those tiny plates for, <laughs> for, for some, snacks some drink. okay which, which especially for someone his size is comically small <laughs> um i walk up and i say hey arcturus you remember me yeah um can i talk <laughs> condolences to thank you thank you uh, of course. He, okay. he stands aside. <laughs> so I'll go up and I'll um, clamber up onto a bar stool. Yeah, the bar stools have uh, some legs up the back to make it easier. <laughs> you scramble on up. So I uh, signal for a, a pint and um, I just sit there. <laughs> a pint of what? A veil. What a, okay. I'm not going to take a pint of whiskey. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> go. Well, they could go hard on the paint. <laughs> <laughs> the point that you could probably stir paint with her breath afterwards <laughs> but okay you order a pint it comes nara looks over and says hello wealthy hi nara um so how are you holding up um you know some days are better than others but we're doing okay that's good if needed i recommend taking your emotions out back and shooting them metaphorically speaking it well, usually works for a couple hours at a time like sandwiches <laughs> This will finally be the thing that gets Nara and Vaughn's to pot. 
<laughs> murdering feelings <laughs> high velocity projectiles high velocity baloney some people call it compartmentalization but i find my metaphor more entertaining how can i help you well we were the last time the last time ericene and i were with you um you mentioned that you would prefer to talk to me from now on so i guess there's no other choice now I thought it was an interesting proposition. I certainly expected more resistance and also to see her again, ever. So, yes, I suppose it defaults to you. And Con- I, Congratulations on experiencing the pleasure of my company, I suppose. Okay. Um, so I was just curious uh, what that was all about, because, you know, you and you and her had, you know, your thing going on, and, and both of you seem to be enjoying it a lot, so... Boy, you make that sound illicit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was an astonishingly unproductive thing. I figured I might get more straight answers out of you, hence my curiosity in interacting with you directly the next time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so you figured because, you know, I'm a halfling, I wouldn't be able to to throw you, you know, like... No, I figured because you aren't Ericene specifically, you wouldn't lead the conversation in circles and ask foolish questions to try to distract me from getting answers that I wanted. You can just say no. That was always acceptable. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm fine with that. I just, you know. And more men as guidance for if there's something you don't want to answer. Oh, okay. You don't have to oh, be twisty about it. Oh, of course. It. Of course. Of course. I, I don't I don't know how untwisty I can be. I mean, you know, have you, have you seen my anxiety levels lately? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even walk straight <laughs> i more meant conversationally unless you have some sort of underlying issue with lying to authority figures <laughs> <laughs> yeah i kind of i kind of cough into my um into my uh my pint um no i'm <clears throat> uh, never mind um so <laughs> I'm. I can't remember what we were talking about the last time we saw her. That made um, it. bees. It was the. It was the missing Ruladron. Also that. And the, uh, the the tailing someone to find where it happened. You know that thing you did. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That thing I did. Um. Which I had to be reminded about in the in the in in the moment anyway. Um. So so obviously uh, we found out who was um. Well, I don't know how how much do you know? We we I I found the guy who was uh who was buying the Ruadron, you know, the one you described and then I followed him and then, you know, Ersi killed her granddaughter and my heart is broken forever. <laughs> um so, you know, does does that does that solve your problem? He didn't directly tell him from the warehouse, but I think it's a pretty safe assumption that the Ruadron was being used on that ship in some way. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I figured that too. I don't suppose you got a peek inside. Inside the ship? No, I didn't. I I, I didn't really see very much. I was I, I spent a lot of time um I spent a lot of time on a on a shelf and then I spent a lot of time underneath a table and then I spent a lot of time in a river and then I spent a lot of time fighting. There wasn't a lot of time to spend traipsing around the boat. No. God, I was so waiting for you to say, and then I spent a lot of time in hell. <laughs> oh, God. Someday, one of you will reveal to someone, and I will be so happy. I think, I think we will. I think we're all, I think we're both just a little bit on the, um, you know, 
Was that hell? I mean, let's, I guess let's, if... Let's uh, keep it on the down low, you know? If or did we just hit our heads? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, when we <laughs> fell into the cold water. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I think Rex and I have both I decided it. that it was, it was just a dream. It was just a weird dream. If we don't talk about it, it didn't happen. Sure. Why uh-huh. not? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's definitely nothing going on in the background that you're going to feel that'll make you go, oh, hey, cool powers. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, when it happens, you know, it'll be, it'll be, you know, like, you know, yeah. I'm sure it'll be meh. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> well, it appears you've accomplished what I wanted to happen, albeit in an unconventional and ultimately tragic way. Yeah, I, f- I feel really bad about it. So if if I hadn't if I hadn't been been there, she wouldn't have died. I would suggest not blaming yourself. I don't think I'd blame myself. I think I'd just It sounded a lot like you were blaming yourself. Well, you know, I'm I'm probably blaming myself. She holds her hand out for the nickel for a psychiatry stand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as such, I did promise that I would give you all um, everything I know about the production of Relogen, including the original formula. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it would be crass to have brought it here, but I'll have it. I assume it should go to Vaughn's. Yeah, Vaughn's is probably the best one. Or would you prefer it delivered to you? Vaughn's is probably the best person. Well, you know what? Why don't you send it to me and I'll make sure Vaughn's you know, gets it in a way that he won't think that he, you know, like birthed it or something. <laughs> I'll be sure to have it delivered in the next day or so. Thank you. She kind of gets this long pause look on her face and goes, is there anything I can do to help? Probably not. Just, you know, we're, we're muddling. Everybody's muddling. I don't think, uh, Theramith is doing very well, but. Primy. God damn it! I looked at it too! <laughs> Frymeath and Aramith are not doing very well, but I can't imagine. You know. Theramith is their older daughter, I'm sure. God well, damn it. I, just shut up, everybody. Just shut up. <laughs> I don't know why I want him to be Faramith. Oh, watch that turn out to be Aaron's next character. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a flex. <laughs> I turned my head and looked, and I still I still said Faramith. God damn it. No, I I do it. Even more than you do. That's why I don't say names so often. <laughs> I hope that I can um, come to you the same way that Erisine did when, you know, when when maybe we're in, in need of a little bit of, perhaps a little bit of assistance. My door is always open. If you come up with a cure for this corruption, I did negotiate with Erisine that I would get some credit for it. So I would also expect to potentially be working more closely in the future. Okay, that's that's great. That said, I'm always available, and while I never said this, your cause seems just, so. Okay. You may get slightly more leeway from me than most people do. Still sounds gross when she says it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Of course. All right. So you've talked to Nara. I have. Unless there was more you wanted to say. Um, no, I think, I think we're good for right now. A lanky young man sits on his bed, heedless of his boots up on a worn comforter, reading a letter for the dozenth time. He is melancholy by nature, but even within the empty cold he often feels, this moment has a particular chill that he won't forget. He sighs, folds the letter back up, and carefully slips it into his journal, which he places back in a drawer. Then he hops off the bed, grabs an expensive but well-used leather backpack off a hook in the wall, and heads out the door. Written in Elvish Dear Jasper, Bartholomew could probably use a little break. Can you give him some refreshment? So, 
yeah, I died. Hopefully you weren't there when it happened. Hopefully you're still alive to tell my tale. Thank you so much for being my friend. I love you so much, and between you and Tilia, I swear I would have been lost the past 50 years. Not that I'm not still kind of lost all the time, but I wouldn't have had anyone in school without you two. Jasper, one last time, will you tell me a poem? About how much I was going to do? About how the world can be better? About all my adventures? About how much I loved life? Will you tell the poem to everyone else so they don't forget me? Have an excellent life, my beautiful friend. Love until the stars go out. Ericene. P.S. I gave all my spare adventuring gear to Lucky. Please make sure she doesn't kill herself with it somehow just so she knows how to use a rapier and offhand. Thanks. A young foxfolk woman with excitement in her eyes winds through the maintenance tunnels underneath the city followed by a lanky elf nearly twice her height carrying a torch, the light swimming along the walls around them. They find a room, tucked away, and the fox starts to dig through the carefully organized gear that has been left to her, holding all manner of items up and asking the young elf about them. He answers the best he can, a ghost of a smile crossing his face. Or maybe it was just a trick of the light. Soon after, metal clangs against metal as the lessons begin. Dear Lucky, Give Bartholomew some scritches and a snack from me. In the tunnels behind the rise, there is a secret stash of adventuring equipment. Congrats, it's yours now. Take a hearty friend when you go and try to be silent. Go through the access door behind Quick Quentin's and turn left, then 60 paces down the tunnel until you hit the T intersection. It's a false T if you approach that far wall. Behind the false T wall, go ten more paces and you'll find a badly hidden door on the right. Go through that door and turn right, then go down the ladder. Facing the bottom of the ladder, go to the right for seventeen paces until you hear the dripping water coming from the left. On your right from here, there is what looks like a boarded up door, but it opens outward. Go through it, disarming the tripwire at the ankle level. It's a simple loop on a peg on your left. You'll find a few fun things in that little room. Have fun and do good crimes according to a code you believe in. Hugs, Ericene. Okay. Grix and Vons, do either of you have people you would want to talk to? Or things you would want to do while you were here? So maybe I let Wick go first. Thinking back to uh, Ericene's letter, uh, I think Grix would uh, want to check in on uh, Jasper and Tilia. Oh, good. One of my easiest voice acting gigs and one of my harder voice acting gigs in the same place. You should do them simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, that'll go great. Uh, you find Jasper first. They're sitting next to each other, so you can't talk to them in turn. And only earn mild scorn from me. Hey, Grix. Hey. Hey, how y'all? How you doing? Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. How are you? Same. Did you also get a weirdly moving letter that asked you to do something? Yeah, yeah, same. yeah. A lot of homework. Yeah, yeah. Same. It's good though. Uh, so, just wanted to say hi and uh, uh, see see how you're doing and uh, what 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 your plans are. Just try to help out for a while, I guess. Things look like they're going to be complicated with the with the Mafin Wees for a bit. So, yeah, probably. Aramith asked me to help with that, and then 
Erisane asked me to do some business on the side, so I'll try to take care of that too. All right. Better than sitting in a library all day, I guess. Hey! Well, wealthy hear you say that. <laughs> Shield's For almost what? finished with about two-thirds of the books. Like, I'm assuming at some point I can trick them into leaving, but it doesn't seem to be working. Hmm. Do, do you need some help? It'll be okay. Do they need some, like, uh, you know, like scheduled activities? Some enrichment might be good. Granted, they apparently got to fight some really interesting creatures with you all, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... We can, uh, next time we're down, we'll uh, certainly uh, take him with us. Was there a lich? Um, Shield said there was a lich, but those are really rare, right? Yeah, there was a lich. Damn. Not for long. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, Shield uh, just bit it, though, and it, it died real fast. Hmm. Re- re-died. That's good. Did you find its phylactery? What's that? It's the thing a lich relies on to come back to life. Oh. They don't necessarily have it on them. Oh, well, uh, if if Shield didn't eat it, then nope. Hmm. I guess we'll just worried? assume they eat it. I don't uh, know. From the Shield's description of that fight, it seems like a lot was going on. So who knows if that was a Lich Lich or something adjacent to it. All I right. guess it doesn't matter. Huh. Just, you know, I would tell you to be careful out there, but I figure you kind of are, so mostly. These all sound like very good reasons to read the player's manual. <laughs> I don't have one of those. oh we have like six different printings in our library (laughs) it's just a fucking guide to life like (laughs) oh that's what happens when i try to do a dex check (laughs) see through the matrix but yeah you're holding up okay uh yeah for the most part uh you know keeping busy is a my my way of coping yeah i get it um yeah come by the the brewery anytime though uh it's always good to see you yeah i'll probably be around a little more often Oh, great. Nipper's not going to be the same, and your beer is actually pretty good. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't have thought you could trust Vaughn's at the brewery, but uh, apparently it works out. I mean, beer is just bread that's gone bad. Thanks. I'm going to love to think of it that way from now on. Very appetizing. Just just soggy, bad bread. Yeah. Jaspar gives you a hug regardless of your weird bread metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) It's like being hugged by Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) a gnomish woman tucks away quite a few packets and pouches into an already full keepsake box that could keep a party going for days on end spoiler alert those are not keepsakes she goes to place it in the bottom of her closet under some shoes where it's always gone then pauses instead she gets a stepladder and tucks it away on a high shelf while curious tiny hands won't be able to get to it She's not used to thinking that way yet, but she's getting the hang of it. Written in Elvish and Human Dear Tilia, Have you met Bartholomew? He's here for scritches and comfort for you. I really hope Jasper made it home. Obviously, I knew I might not, but unfortunately, this means I really won't. How does it feel to get a letter from your dead BFF? Probably bad. Sorry. First off, this is your signal to get all the contraband out of my room. Uh, Take whichever of my earrings you want while you're at it. Second, if Jasper is also gone, I need you to teach Lucky, Vaughn's sister, how to fight with a rapier and offhand, just the basics. Third, take care of my mom, no matter who is still around. She might really need you. 
fourth, check it on Photios. Make sure he knows how much I love him, but not in a creepy way. <sighs> Did I ever tell you that when we met that first day of school, I thought you were the coolest girl I'd ever met? I still think that 49 years later. You're the coolest, nicest, bitchiest, most fun girl I know. And I always feel so lucky we got to be friends. Please keep being the best of us. Pass your badassness on to your kids. What you think I didn't know about your little surprise? And make sure they know how to stir up trouble like we always did. I love you so much, girly. Stay cool. Love and kisses from Erisim. All right. Did you want to talk to Tilia directly? Sure. Okay. Same level of, you yeah. know, yeah. Hey, hey Tilia, how's it? How are you? You, you <laughs> hold it up to? Yeah, sure. Totally. One of my best friends just died. It was super cool. Yep. Feeling great. Well, that's why I asked if you were holding up, not. I'm holding like midpoint. All right. Bowing downwards. Oh, well. You didn't break yet, so that's cool. That, Yay. That's good. Congrats. Sorry, I think I was supposed to be like trying to get the party mood up here, but I'm sort of leaving that to all the people that didn't know her that well because I'm just not feeling it, I guess. Oh, sure. I don't know. Just not off to a cake stand. Thought I'd never say that. Yeah. Am I getting old? Is this what getting uh, old is like? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. We, we, yeah, maybe. Define old to a kobold. <laughs> yeah. Especially given you're talking to a gnome. <laughs> who age at like one fifth the rate of humans. So things take a while for him. I can't see Grix ever having done a keg stand either though. So <laughs> I don't think Tilia is quite in her right mind enough to make it your mission to get this party started by doing a keg stand. <laughs> oh, I didn't think she was. <laughs> I just want you to know I considered it both you and our dear listeners. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway. So like, what are you going to do? You said keep him busy. Do you think you're going to cure the corruption or go to the ground or? Uh, well, we're going to give it a shot. Both of those things. Um, definitely going to go back to the ground again soon. Um, but yeah, we're, we're also working on the corruption. Uh, Vons has a team of crack researchers. Vons? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, Vons. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well-muscled Minotaur sits on the floor with his daughter and tries to explain a very hard thing. He falters and tries again. He does his best to keep his voice steady, to stay strong for her. He sees her face fall, braces himself for her to cry. There was no good way to do this, but he's worried he's done it badly anyway. He can stay strong, though, for her. Kids are smart, though, and the two of them are very close. She can see his pain, so she, with a trembling chin herself, dives over and hugs her dad around the waist as hard as she can. It's okay to cry, Daddy. You taught me that, she whispers. The dam breaks, and he does. Dear Photios, Bartholomew is here for as long as you need him. I've dreaded writing this, and now I put it off so long, it's my last night before leaving, and you're asleep next to me, and I just don't want to even pretend to say goodbye. I love you so much, and it's the best way ever. I love you like living. Like, everyday joys of life are just here, and I get to experience them all the time. I've never just gotten to have a relationship I felt good having where I love you and you love me, and whatever we're doing is what we both want. 
I can see anything in the future with you. I'm so sorry I left and didn't come back. I'm so sorry I didn't get one more goodbye. No matter how I died, I was thinking of you. No matter what happens down there, like we've talked about, I will miss you every day I'm gone. Even now, I have to convince myself again to go in the morning. I have to remind myself that what we're trying to do is more important than my one relationship. I wish there was someone else to do this for me so I don't have to leave you. Because it's not fucking fair that we're the only ones asking these questions and trying to fix things. I should just be allowed to stay, keep living my stupid, boring life, seeing how far I can go with you, seeing how many cute fucking babies we could have and watching them grow up in peace and watching you go gray, my ears getting pointier and just being normal. I just want you, as long as I can have you. I don't know why this is all I'm sorry and I love you, but that's all I can feel right now. I just want another night. But I'll never stop wanting another night with you, Photios. Give Elpita a hug from me. I love that kid so much, and I'm so glad I got to meet her. Take care of yourself, darling. Always yours. Erisine. <sighs> P.S. The last middle of the night fuck was because I was sad after writing this. Sorry I cried all over you. Not how I wanted to be remembered, TBH. So partway through this conversation, Vaughn starts crawling his way up to the tallest thing he can find. I imagine that's a bar stool or a tall table or something. I mean, are you willing to like crawl up into some of the stuff hanging from the ceiling? Or are, you or just are we doing... talking Photios? Oh, maybe it Photios, is Photios. Photios or Shield are probably the tallest people here. Vaughn just climbs on top of Photios. Um, all right. Yeah. He starts like yelling out to the crowd. He wants their attention. All right. <laughs> you you get the crowd's attention because you're you're doing a holler. And you're also on top of a Minotaur who looks deeply conflicted about this whole situation. <laughs> and he's obviously like a f- uh, a bit many drinks in for his weight. <laughs> yeah, uh just real quick, wealthy, you get an uncomfortable glance from Photios as Bond's standing on top of <laughs> it's the uh, help <laughs> glance. But it's too late. Vons, what do you do? Well, Vaughn starts yelling out to to all of the all of the crowd. I imagine there's a bunch of crowd there. Uh, how how full does the room look? Pretty full. Pretty full. Yeah, it's all like more people trickling in all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's not quite shoulder, you know, standing standing room only, but it's getting there. Hopefully, somebody was able to flat rate the bar. I don't want to imagine like the line of people like waiting to. Oh yeah, it's an open bar. <laughs> yeah. And they brought in a lot of stuff the Nipper doesn't usually care. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that we brought in some kegs. Yeah, and yeah. there's a weirdly large amount of relogin for some reason. Who can say why? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Vons gets up there and he like, uh, starts saying, Hey, everybody! Everybody, it's me! It's Vons! I'm up here! He's waiting till everybody's staring at him. That happens pretty quickly. <laughs> and Everyone's staring at you. Congratulations. Pauses for a moment, forgetting why he did that. A heckler shouts, thought it was coyote ugly, not fox ugly. <laughs> well, you're making me forget my place. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, it's, uh, um, so this sucks. So I don't, I don't know why Ericene's, 
uh, dead. She's like that. You got all sassy with that lady, and then she like was evil, and now Ericene's gone, and that's stupid. And uh, <laughs> couple of wait, what? <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, that was totally that one lady's fault. Um, Which lady? Uh, you'll hear about it. It, it it's true. Whatever, whatever. It, it's bad. <laughs> Whatever I hear is true. Got it. I <laughs> uh, can never remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can do it. We believe in you. Actually, uh, can Vaughn's clearly remember? Make an intelligence oh, check. Oh, that's that's a fair point. Mm, 13 plus it's intelligence. So yeah. that's 14 to the 22. Yeah, I think you run aground on. Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> so you got as far as you got. Yeah, what's her name? The old lady with her like evil ring and goons and um oh that boat. Did you guys hear about the boat? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere where Bonds is not paying attention because I imagine his eyes aren't focusing great. Purity is doing the cut across the neck. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> oh, I hear I gotta go now, but um uh party at my place uh later and um tip your tip your waitress and uh hey 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 green green this letter yeah. says I should hang out with you more <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that oh. thing I sent you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> Vaughn's pick a dex check. <laughs> For climbing off of uh, yep. Minotaur. Uh, well, I rolled an eight. That's not terrible. Um, it's not great, but it ain't terrible. Uh, 16, 17. All right. You, uh, you almost seem like you're going to lose your balance. Photio spins forward a little more, and you're pretty. You're a dexterous little fox, so... You managed to make it down on your feet, even while being drunk. Yeah. Hey, hey, Fodiox. Uh, yeah? This letter says she kissed me once. I don't remember that. Were you there? <laughs> the GM is currently trying to remember when this happened. Because I can't. Oh, God, I vaguely remember it, but. I Only vaguely. 1,000%. Wait, wait, wait. Did you give Ericene mouth to mouth when she no. was unconscious? Okay. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it was oh god hang on i have notes <sighs> hey mitt oh it was when we played truth or dare or shot ah that's right that was that one time i Vons would not remember that so he was there all right yeah uh yeah i was there oh i totally forgot about that it looked uncomfortable and he just wanders off <laughs> okay hey, mitt mitt Yes, good sir. How are you holding up? Did I build that roof on your head? It's my head, sir. Yeah. There's no particular accoutrement upon it, so it's just my this head. This letter There's says no... I put a roof over it. I, I, I believe... Your head came with a roof. I, I believe... Harrison <laughs> was being metaphorical, good sir. <laughs> you, huh. you housed me and thus put a roof over my head, you see. Ah, you built that roof. 
home. You 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 cut it out. Your uh, the yeah this is in the basement. I guess that is true. Good job. Okay, but one of the layers of roof. The other two are from you. Okay. All right. Are you doing okay? I'm going home. <laughs> okay. I thought you just invited everyone to a after party at your place. Oh yeah, somebody take me home. <laughs> party See. at my place. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you home good sir i can't get intoxicated anyway so given how everyone else is acting it seems this event is of limited utility <laughs> you're li- no you're great <laughs> i will cherish this moment in my heart for sir <laughs> i expect you to take it back when you sober up <laughs> oh this letter says i'm supposed to give you a raise that would be wonderful sir yeah we'll, we'll talk to the accountant of course sir <laughs> Should I guide you home now? So you um, can... where's where's green? I should I should get green. <laughs> All right, uh, just stay here. He kind of <laughs> gently puts idea. you against the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back with green and Alara, who is watching Green's back, especially in this situation. Because what are you even doing, my dude? <laughs> uh, hey, Vons, you're super drunk, huh? What? No, just had some of this Rodmarin. It's good. Oh, that's oh dear. Well, that's not too bad on its own, but it's probably been mixed with something. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. How much of it did you have? I don't know. Okay then. Okay then. So hi, we should hang out more. Yeah, but... we should hang out more. So like. <laughs> 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 Just letting it sit. <laughs> Okay, I'm going home now. Oh, are, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I got Mitt. Mitt's right here. He's my buddy. <laughs> Alara bends down to whisper and well, where Mitt's ear would be. <laughs> He's a construct and has no particular ear. <laughs> like, are you going to be okay? Yes, I'll be fine, I think. He's not too heavy. You can drag him if necessary. Gets a pat on the shoulder. All right. All right, this way, good sir. Now, Vons is a really skinny and spry four foot two. I imagine he's pretty lightweight. Yeah, and Mitt's pretty strong for his size. All right, you're guided home by Mitt. Grix and Wealthy, do either of you want to make drunken announcements, toasts, talk to anyone else, attempt uh... to rob somebody, commit a murder? Whatever it is people would do in this situation with all the freedom that you have. No, I'm not interested in getting drunk or, or getting... um doing anything i'm i'm just like you know i'm ready to go home listless well yeah, okay. process yeah i'm ready to go home yeah okay. I, I i do um i do i do the rounds and you know talk to a lot of people yeah but i i don't know that it necessarily needs to be role played okay uh but i will toss out there if there's anyone that you we haven't had on screen for a while that you'd like to bring back <laughs> quick what was that list that was in your letter <laughs> <laughs> i got it here because <laughs> it was a fucking guide to uh yeah well i don't think a lot of them are here um i don't think lyriel is here i don't think peregrine's here jack could be jack. here everyone loves jack I don't think jack is here <laughs> dr uh, baker's here jack but he is everywhere going on. jack not not jack the god jack the uh, uh yes this is jack of jack's emporium the, yeah uh, the smuggler who likes to skim off the top and has a shop full of wonderful magical things just waiting for someone to ever go back to it. Uh, it's not the same Jack. Okay. It's not. Unless it is. 
Because <laughs> where else is he getting all those magical things? I don't think Richard Stanton is here. No. Yeah. I think a lot of the people that like haven't shown up for a while, a lot of them probably wouldn't. Like, I don't think Aramuth's really in the mood to talk right now. And kind of yeah. by proxy, I don't think any of the other kind of resistancy people you've met would be super. Sure. Okay. I bet you Stanton would have sent somebody, though. If only to observe. Yeah. Not that you'll know who they are. Yeah. Uh, Greg's make a wisdom check. As you listen to this voice in your head. That sounds a lot like Vaughn's for some reason. <laughs> oh, hey, that's a lot of wisdom. Uh, 22. Yeah, Jack's here, actually. <laughs> Hanging off to the side, having a drink. Just kind of people watching. Jack the God? No. Jack, Jack Jack's Emporium. Emporium. Okay. Again, what, what species is he? He is a halfling. Halfling. Kind of rusty red hair, has some stubble. Okay, yeah. Uh, Just sure. cleans up surprisingly well, all things considered. Sure, I'll uh, I'll go over to Jack. Oh, hey, Grix. Uh, hi, Jack. I uh, kind of didn't expect you to be here. I mean, not that you're not welcome or anything, but just, you know, you had limited encounters with you. Yeah, I'm kind of here by request. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, who, who, who's? Well, let me give you a hint. I'm not supposed to say. Somebody wanna, wouldn't want to be here in person. Not whatever old lady Vaughn's was just talking about. And uh, from the Warrens. Has a throne. Richard Stanton. Oh, hey, wealthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I come up behind. I come okay. up behind. Yeah. Behind. Uh, behind, uh, Vaughn. <laughs> behind Grix. There we go. You're also behind Vaughn's until he finishes spinning on the bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> At which point you're in front of, behind of, in front of, behind of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't work with them all the time, but sometimes he wants people to keep an eye on things, and I frankly don't expect anything to happen. But Arison was pretty cool, so I volunteered. I also get paid, so took the job. Yeah. So, so what exactly is your job here? All sorts of things. Here, I'm just watching. Huh. Fascinating. I uh, honestly don't know what I'm supposed to be watching for. I think Stanton was just having a moment, you know. <laughs> sure. Has to know everything that's going on. This thing was in the paper, and all the high society people are going to be here. Fair enough. What uh, what are you telling about it? That there are a bunch of high society people here, and as far as I could tell, none of them needed his services. Fair enough. Also, uh, Wealthy, I saw Nara talk to you. Anything interesting? No, nothing at all. We were just shooting the shit. Uh, Aristine, Aristine was the one that, that that mostly talked to Nara about those kinds of things. You know, the... Mm, yeah. And we all know Nara definitely won't just let something drop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Nara all that well at all. I mean, you know, that woman's out of my league. <laughs> Raises an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shut up! Um, and I, wa- I, mean, I, I grab something I to drink and walk around, walk away. <laughs> shut up! A couple people look over. <laughs> Jack just winks at him. <laughs> I shot shit once. Let's just say it makes a better target than an ammo. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> hey, Vons. <laughs> You're back home now. Huh? <laughs> it's hey, Vons, and Mitch just runs up being like, sir, we were going home. <laughs> can't just keep escaping oh well, um, you can it's inconvenient he is, he is so uh bridesmaid at a bachelorette party right now just being impossible yeah uh okay yeah so uh so jack what do you how's your how's your business what are what are you looking for here or what uh what is richard stanton looking for here business wise 
Eh, I think he's just hoping for dirt. If someone needs something smuggled, neither of those things, well, the dirt would totally come up here. So I think that's why I'm here, honestly. <laughs> no All one's right, really had any drunk announcements besides your friend, but uh, give it time. How about you? What are you interested in? Well, I hear the arcs has fallen out of the air. And there was something about a ship? Yeah, uh, that's that's all the like the higher-ups folks. I don't know anything about that, really. Do you know where it is? Do you know how to fly it? <laughs> no, no, no. We can make a killing, I'm just saying. Uh, no, although Grix does file that away for later. Well, as far as here, I uh, also heard you went on some adventures on the ground. You've been busy. Yeah, we, that, that's definitely true. Uh, it's I'll I'll tell them all about it. All right, you go through the story and have a good time. And at the end, Jack's like, need someone to help you handle arranging those trades? Uh, might, might do. Uh, you'll need to, uh, uh, Nara's already got her fingers in some, uh, but. Well, won't that nope. be interesting? I figure there's lots of, lots of places to put fingers in it. Cause, uh, there's a lot of people down there on the ground in a lot of different places. All right. Big pie. Yeah. Might be worth working with Nara for once. Yeah. Could do. It's a good chance to network. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm going to go do that. Good luck. All right. Neutral ground. Die. <laughs> All right. He heads over to talk to Nara. Our terrorist looks unamused by this prospect. <laughs> okay. Making, making connections here. Yeah. Let's see. I think that's, I had someone else in my head, but I'm not recalling them right now. So, oh, that was right. One last person. Probably while Vaughn's is still being impossible. Okay. <laughs> hey, Greg, how you holding up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm all right. Hey, uh, it's Gex. Can be expected. I love hey, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good to feel appreciated sometimes. Fucking grim scene, though. Yeah, yeah. I would offer to do a cake stand, but uh, it's not very impressive when the creature's invisible. You know. Yeah, probably not. No, I mean, you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm okay. Thank you. Do both. it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did go grab a drink. <laughs> Hey, Gex, somebody should give you a medal, but then the medal would just be floating there. Yeah, how cool would that be, though? Then people would wonder, why is that medal floating? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how, how are you doing, Gex? What's, uh... I mean, I what, think she owed me a couple you? acting, so I'm a little salty about that. Hey, nope, they're coming. Listen. On a more uh, serious note, it's a real bummer, even though she hated me. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, hate <laughs> hates a real like. <laughs> you know, yeah, this is sometimes feelings shit. are complicated, and yeah, she did say that a lot. But Thank don't I mean, take it personally. I, I think she more said, "I don't know." If she said, "Hate." I think she said, "Can't stand." No, she said, "Hate," like a bunch. But anyway, she didn't. I'll, I'll just split it. the difference on what both of you were saying. How about that? <laughs> ah, fair, 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 fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do now? Besides have an after party, apparently. Um, I, I think we're going to nix that, actually. Uh, I think, I think, uh, Mitt's going to, uh, cart bonds off and... I am the after party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, sir. The, uh, the news has well and truly spread. I believe it's impossible to stop it now. <laughs> as soon as I get bonds to bed. Woo! <laughs> I will be preparing the brewery. Oh, great. All right. I'll come help. Probably a good idea. Yeah. 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 Damn. What? It, it's getting <laughs> It's getting close to. Yeah. What the hell the... <laughs> was that? Why 830? <laughs> Neat trick. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. I can come up with that too, I guess. I mean, 
I can't do a lot, but did you hear that? They just rang the chime for last call. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go get a drink and then go. Man, Semisonic go... just had one song and they're <laughs> the most played band ever. That song is not even about closing a bar. <laughs> oh, I know it's about childbirth. <laughs> Wild, right? <laughs> also, if Owen Two Notes is playing, I don't know if you can feel it right now. <laughs> oh. Right. Let's go have a giant after party, I guess, and then we can. Well, knock it on with our lives. You know, go do whatever the next thing is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd need another drink anyway. This place is closing, so we better. All right. <laughs> we rejoin the elvish woman crying on her bed. Luckily, sometimes you don't have to suffer alone. A hulking yet androgynous figure slips into the bedroom and sits down next to the crying mother, embracing her. This doesn't stop the woman from crying, but it's comforting all the same to have a shoulder to cry on. The dragon does their best to be comforting. It's too early to be family, they think, but they'll do the best they can. Written in Draconic Dear Shield of the East, Give Bartholomew some pets and nuts. Please, I beg you, Keep up the bit that Vons is your father. It is such a tiny thing, but it makes me so happy. You don't want to make a dead girl sad, do you? Also, please take care of my mother now that I'm gone. She deserves the best life, and if you like each other, I think you might be suited. Obviously, I'm not there to butt in any further than this, but let's just say I will eternally ship it. Thanks for everything you've done for us. I wouldn't have made it long enough to go to the ground if not for your help so far. Affectionately, Ericene. Okay, so, Rix, unless you had any last words, or Wealthy had any last words you want to throw in there? Uh, nope, I don't think so. I'm good. Okay, in that case, you all go. There is a truly raucous after... Raucous? Whatever. A truly uh, loud and boisterous after party that picks up additional people because you're having a large party in the Warrens. The uh, brewery makes a killing, if only because Frymeath probably, at least by letter, agrees to just cover everyone's tabs. And <laughs> there's an amount of damage to the street. Yeah, it's a uh, gets real, uh, gets real Mardi Gras out there. <laughs> All right, so you've had your wake. You've talked to some people. Ericene has been laid to rest, and we are probably going to do a time skip next time. So. I assume the investigation will continue apace. I assume you will start research with the Rulodrin. Hey, who brought that all that Rulodrins? Uh-huh. Where'd that a come mystery. from? A mystery for the ages. <laughs> you cry out and no one answers at the party. I think we'll probably want to go back down to the ground soon because we've got some testing to do at some point. Oh. Yes. So probably do the research and like get ready to go back down to the ground if whatever you find out. Yeah. Okay, cool. I can do that. And the investigators can continue upon their own because it's really in their hands right now sure i mean it doesn't have to be if you want to go disrupt an investigation you can but like you trust at least one of them so So we're doing a time skip after this i think so yeah in part because i want to introduce aaron's new character and a trip to the ground wouldn't be a bad way to do it might yeah might want to skip the entire next 24 hours vons is not going to be fun oh yeah no (laughs) we're going to skip a couple weeks Yeah, yeah, Bonds is just uh, hanging out <laughs> with a pot. <laughs> hanging out, yeah, hanging over. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
just kind of slumped face down into a large cauldron. <laughs> All right. Cool. Woo. Well, good game, everybody. We did it. Yeah. Made and, it through uh, alive. That's right. And Aaron should be back next time, I think. Okay. Yay! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Trolllord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Ian, who is me. Thank you, me. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Alright, so people were talking about doing a wake, which I've been assured from Wikipedia is different from a funeral, <laughs> which I kind it of is. knew. <laughs> Listen, wake happens after funeral. The vast majority of the people that have passed in my life were in families that did not believe in funerals, much less wakes. <laughs> so didn't believe in funerals? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. Funerals are for the living and they're not sure that they're a real it. thing? Well, no, they didn't believe in doing funerals, conducting funerals. Oh. To clarify. So really? Yeah. 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 My, my... <laughs> All their footage yeah. of wakes has been blurry and in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not allowed to call you wrong, is the. That's right. <laughs> I am your god, and you shall treat me accordingly. <laughs> Deity? I don't know. Gender. So, um, Greg's got a 20, or Greg's got a 19, and Mom's got a 20. Wait, just uh-huh. a second. Just a second. I didn't realize that Deity and God were somehow gendered. Well, no, I was going between God and goddess versus just deity and oh, trying to decide if God is gender neutral. I, okay, sure. I, yeah, that's fine. It's fair. <laughs> See, I never, so I always thought the word goddess was a little silly because I never pictured like gods as being worried about gender. I feel like that's a very different tack that a lot of people take. Don't get me wrong. I like your tack better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know now. I'm curious about the. Right? Yeah. Etymology. Hmm. I was gonna say I would assume God would be gender neutral comparatively, but that's that's always where I went with it. Like, dude, that's a god. You don't get to like define their gender for them. Yeah. They're all of it if they want to be. And they're more gender it... than you'll ever know. They're and probably several it... genders we'll never discover. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Goddess actually is a much, much uh newer word. Okay. Oh, is it? Uh, it appears around 1350 in Middle English. Oh. Whereas the Germanic word God is much, much older. So like the Romans wouldn't have given a fuck? I guess that was Romans. Well, honest, but but like... I mean, then you're outside of English, though. Oh, okay, fair enough. So then there's different rules in different languages. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So in English. Yeah, in English, it's relatively new. Yeah. Good to know. All right, that's been the Wikipedia section of... It's a good section. We don't have it on. <laughs> no, we we need more Wikipedias. But all right. What I was going to say before I tangented all of us, because I'm talented at this. <laughs> um, <laughs>